0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, it's the day of the week that you've been waiting for, for seven days. It's Saturday night, which means you have the people's choice, Don Rodriguez, president accounted for, myself, the big guy, KG, and we are your reigning, defending, undisputed, unmatched, unrivaled. Tag team champions of the universe. We are the WrestleManiacs, and this is the uh let's just say it's a good day for picking pay-per-views because um I feel another wind down in my spirit. So welcome to the show.
1: Wow, somebody is feeling froggy today. They, you know, all
0: excited and all about themselves. <sighs> wow. I hit the Wow, but the thing is. Just today alone, let, let, let's take a look at this. I know it's going to be my day because I didn't have to work for a change. Uh One of my favorite trilogies is on TV right now, which is The Hobbit. I've watched The Unexpected Journey. I'm watching A Desolation of Smile as we speak. And The Battle of the Five Armies is next. I mean, it doesn't get no better than that. Yeah, the, the regular Lord of the Rings movie gets better than that. No, no. <laughs> And Notre Dame won day sixty-six to fourteen. How about that? I'm sorry. Well, the the
1: original Lord of the Rings movies, with the exception of about the first hour and a half of um, Fellowship of the Ring, because I'm I'm sorry, I can't I can't watch the Shire and the Daggone Hobbits is just running around with no damn shoes on. I don't understand it. <laughs> I don't. I'm not going to get mad at them if they don't want to shave their, their, their feet knuckles and all that stuff. I'm not going to get mad <laughs> at them for just running around being happy-go-lucky in their little huts. But if you somehow know how to make clothes, if you somehow know how to make a weapon, why the hell can't you somehow know how to make some shoes? I don't get it. It makes no, it makes no sense. Everybody else got shoes on? But no need for shoes. Out there, you know, free-footing it stinking up the, the whole place to cheese everywhere <laughs> that's probably why Sauron was mad like look I'm not trying to beef with y'all but I'm trying to get these funky fools out the way so that way they're not stinking up and putting it in my eye that's all <laughs> shoot you shall yeah, not pass like don't you see this sign shoes must be on That that's what Gandalf should have said but I digress I'm not even going to get into the, the, that day's old argument it just perplexes me yeah. on how them they just didn't have shoes on. It makes no sense. Put some yeah. damn shoes on. I would be that, cool with some, I... some Crocs, some flip flops, something. You know, uh, uh, you know, Jesus shoes, something. <laughs> Toe thongs. I don't but, care. But just something. God dang. Even if it's spray on. Can you get some spray on rubber or something? Just shh, and then be going on and right run out and climb them out. I'm cool with that.
0: But yeah, you, you realize that uh that. Whole thing with um, the Hobbit—they made shoes that look like feet. That better not be in the movie. If I go back
1: and watch a movie, and that I'll be re- you about to really mess me up now.
0: No, 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 no. They made it, this is real life. This is no movie. Oh, they made oh. shoes Oof. that look like feet, so we can go out. We can order shoes that match your skin tone, oh, they and that. they look like feet. Now I, know I got a pair of Aqua shoes
1: that are you know the toe. The toe
0: specific, but those are no. you know for the climate, but
1: that's
0: I, I'd get a pair of those. No, no, these you slip them on. They come up to about the ankle, and they got toenails and they the toe, they toe specific, they got toenails and everything.
1: Hmm. I, I'd get a pair and then just mail it to Elijah Wood, who like, can you uh have them do another movie with these <laughs> on? And they'd be like, Oh, <laughs> let me go ahead and put my other feet on. And like, all right, I'm cool with that but to be just free-footing it. I don't know. you that's, that's just total absurdity. And the only thing that could ground me is hollow ground, and that's where Raw and SmackDown emanated from this week out there in New York City at the Garden. So uh, MSG was front and center. Both uh, days the crowd was hot. Obviously they wanted to start off with a legendary beginning, so The one and only 316 himself, Stone Cold Steve Austin, opened up Raw to personally have the easiest contract signing ever. It's like, hey, we're going to do this contract signing. You got something to say, Seth? Say what you got to say. You got something to say, Braun? Say what you got to say. Oh, sign. Oh, sign. Pretty much the general is done. There's no beef between the two people that are signing the contract. Nope. The problem was in a phenomenal one, AJ Styles. So I was like, well. At least we got through a contract signing where the two combatants didn't fight, but it was good to see the crowd was hot and heavy for uh, Stone Cold before and after the show, Uh, because the videos where he was just drinking up a storm and stunned AJ Styles for a second time, and you know it was just it was just a good Stone Cold typical day from that perspective. Which I think set the tone for a lot of stuff. How did you feel? Uh, did you get some old flashback vibes from the three sixteen that's going on on Monday?
0: Yeah, I did because uh, <laughs> I I turned the TV on. And that's where it was at. So I was like, okay, I'm I'm good. And but I always I judge by whatever Stone Cold's wearing to know uh, what he's going to do if he's in shorts and both knee braces on. He got boots on. Somebody's getting ready to get a mud hole, stomp them, and walk dry. But he had the ASICs on, jeans. So I said, like, okay, maybe somebody might just get a quick stunner and, and that'll be about it. But once it it, it hit, I knew AJ was going to get it. And I, once AJ got it, I was like, the week is complete. It's only Monday, but the week is complete. Mm-hmm. This is something that's needed. On a, on a semi-regular basis, I'm not gonna say on a regular basis because you'll get tired of it. But to have Attitude Era stars come back because you still have uh, uh, Triple H and Stephanie, who were part of the Attitude Era, running the company, and you're trying to get back to that all-time high, that's a good thing. But it just it gives me chills to see him on Raw, and I if one more match would be just absolute great.
1: I agree. I agree. But still, the key is we've got to build up more stars to that level, the level of Hogan, the level of Taker, um, the level of Stone Cold, the level of The Rock uh, and the level of John Cena. Let me ask you this. Go ahead.
0: Now, you say build them up to that level. Now, I look back at it from when I was a kid and, you know, Hogan was kind of forced down your throat as the hero. The, the the way they kind of did Cena, they 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 forced Cena down your throat to the point that she was like, I pretty much hate Cena. You know, you never got a heel turn from Cena. You well, didn't get well, a heel turn was, that, from Hogan until WCW. But that was a
1: different that was a different era though. Because that was their product was good versus bad. Stone Cold broke the mold with good and bad is still good. Yeah. And so trying to force it, the goody two-shoes after we've had the Attitude Era is kind of hard. But th- yeah. that wasn't the problem with John Cena. The problem <laughs> with the, with John Cena was how they were booking him as Super Cena. Every, I mean, okay, he beat the Big Show once. All right, cool. Big Show can come back and get him next time. Nope, he beat him that time too. Okay, okay. There's 15 people in the Royal Rumble right now. John Cena music hits. There's no way. Nope, he five that one, threw him over the top rope, double clothesline that one. Up, ducked under, and he went over. Okay, John Cena's the only one in the ring. Wow, <laughs> you know they 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 put John Cena as Super Cena to the point to where he beat everybody. So then to go back and then want to make him mortal is kind of hard. <laughs> so I'll, if, if he didn't have the 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 hustle, loyalty, respect, the, the if he didn't have his personality that he had that transcended and. You know, what he was doing with Make-A-Wish and all those other things going for him. If he was just John Cena, that's how they booked him. Oh, he'd be in a different um, – he'd be in TNA right now because the fans would have just booed him out. Or oh, he would have right. definitely heel-turned. But that was a machine's fault. That's why they thankfully stopped themselves and started listening for Roman Reigns. Well, Well, they started listening, but unfortunately – It was too little, too late until life happened. And then that righted the ship. So they luckily got a correction by life for Roman Reigns. But Hogan, it was just good versus evil. They had some great evil and you needed great good. And Hogan was the great good. The problem was that I guess for the reason why you felt like it was forced is because there was more great evil than great good. And, you know, we had Macho Man going back and forth, so he didn't really count. Um, JYD was JYD, but he wasn't getting the, the the epic push. You know, if you just look at everybody in the Hulk Hogan cartoon, you know, you had to bring in Mr. T and, and a couple other, you know, people from that Bret Hart for a little while and, and stuff. But it wasn't an epic group of faces. And then you had. Um, you know, going up against an epic group of heels. That was a, just a lot of great heels, you know, from Paul Orndorff, the honky-tonk man, Big John Studd, uh, the, the 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 big boss himself, Andre the Giant, Bobby Heenan. I know he wasn't wrestling then, but Bobby Heenan. Um, and then Haku, and, and there's just so many that were going earthquake. Uh, I'll even throw in Typhoon. Uh, uh, so many different characters. But then you had Hulkamania was just so big, Oh, I'm sorry, Roddy Piper. Uh, Hulkamania was just so big <laughs> that it could go up against as an entity everybody. So it was just Hulkamania, and then who's running with Hulk to help him out, type of thing. Until you had the Warrior come around, and then you had two because they, you know, that they, okay. they, they they could hold their own. At least that's how I look at it. But I can understand how you feel like Hulkamania, Hulkamania, Hulkamania. But, you know, truth be told, you're just a little young Padawan back then. <laughs> so
0: <laughs> Now, co- correct me if I'm wrong. Now, I, I maybe because being a an Attitude Era, you were either a Rock fan or a Stone Cold fan, uh, possibly even a Triple H fan. But it didn't seem like anybody was forced down your throat because if one of those guys went out, it wasn't like the product diminished it was other stars to carry, especially once the, the big show came over and he did his thing. Uh, Chris Jericho, you just had a line of stars that could carry the, the, the flag and keep the ship moving. And if, but you had more, the faces, missed,
1: you had more epic faces.
0: That was more but, people. I,
1: well, yeah, that, that, that's true. I mean, think about it. you just naming, you know, a couple already, but then you could name an adequate amount of heels to go with it. So it was like they were paired up and then you could switch like it is now. You can, you know, take one piece of the puzzle out, put another piece in and then, you know, just keep moving them around. So it's not just one person like what they were trying to do with Roman Reigns, Roman Reigns against everybody. And it didn't need to be that way versus the shield. And they would leave split apart, do their thing, and then come back, and then they're still the shield, and you would have that integrity, No, it was Roman, 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 Roman. Then they say, well, okay, Seth, 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 but wait, no, let's turn Seth heel, so that way we can kind of have it go a different way. That worked out for him, but it was still going, Roman, 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 and they didn't need to, because they had enough faces to do it. <laughs> now they're trying to backtrack and, and balance out with You know, even though they turned him heel, but AJ Styles and now they turned face Kevin Owens and and things like that. Uh, So you've you've had some some balance going back and forth and things like that. So we've got uh, a, a little bit more opportunity now, which is pretty exciting.
0: And that right there is wrestling history. And just breaking down the business one hundred and one from the People's Choice Don Rodriguez.
1: I mean, you know, just just saying, I've would been around the block a couple times in a WWE, WWF storyline perspective. It's like, oh, we're running this storyline again. Oh, okay. <laughs> we know how this is gonna end. Yeah, you know, but you know, hey, that, that goes with the territory. And I guess that makes sense as apropos because we were in Madison Square Garden. But I will say, out of that whole entire pay per view. There were two matches that stood up on well, not pay-per-view, but I'm sorry. Uh it was almost, you know, any time to go to Madison Square Garden for two days, it was almost like you had some pay-per-view matches. But um the two matches that stuck out to me on the raw side of things was uh Becky and Charlotte versus Sasha and Bailey, and Rey Mysterio versus uh Grand Medalik. Now the Sasha Bailey Becky-Charlotte match stuck out to me because the first thing I thought when I saw that booking was, I wonder what show talked about. Maybe a Wrestlemania event where you have all four horsewomen wrestling each other. So kind of see the seeds being planted on that one because uh, Becky and Charlotte, they're they're combustible elements. They were just in the match. They did what they had to do. Sasha and Bailey, they're there, but if both titles are on the line, One person walks out with it. And why not let it be a Hell in a Cell match? Just because. You just want to throw it up there. You can do it if you want to. That would be an epic, epic situation to rival Ronda Rousey and what happened uh, last year. Or earlier this year. Might as well call it last year because they already got Christmas stuff up. So Lord knows we're about to be in January before we know it. (laughs) Now, what stuck out to me... Uh, with the the Ray and Grand Metalik match was I was wondering, with Ray Mysterio coming back and he's trying to you know show that he's still got it and they doing all these things, is it WWE trying to silently slide and position themselves to have a little bit more of a lucha division or more true lucha libre wrestling? And we had a little taste with Ray versus uh, Andrade, but. On the same side, it's still big guy versus little guy. But Ray versus Grand, that was a little bit more closer to height. So the moves were able to be a lot more crisp. It was acid maybe after about three or more times of them having matches like that. It could have been on a level of uh, Eddie Guerrero versus Rey Mysterio uh, and any time. But that was a phenomenal match. I mean, those guys put on a, a Lucha Clinic. They, they did exactly what they needed to do. But I was like, hmm. Why aren't they trying to slide in a little ecw esque And the reason why I thought that is because who's the head guy in charge of Raw? Paul Heyman. <laughs> and who? It was a huge advocate of having the Lucha Libre aspect when nobody else was really touching it. Hmm. Paul Heyman. Who stole that idea? <laughs> Eric Bischoff. So who knows what'll happen on the SmackDown yeah. side. But that was something that jumped out to me as a a Paul Heyman feel right there. So uh, tell me what you thought.
0: Uh, I I love the match period because I I knew it was going to be good. It was a lot of respect shown. Uh, Just, I hope it is a lot more. I mean, that's what you would think that 205 live would be, would be more of a luchador style wrestling because it's cruiserweights. Right. It should be flying. I, I mean, Exactly. And just the, the the history. Now, Grand Metal League in Mexico, he's a legend. Just like Ray's a legend in Mexico. So you had two legends that a younger generation probably wouldn't know about. Mm-hmm. But us to send the next generation, we know about the legendary matches that Ray has had. And I just, I, I just looked at it and I, I couldn't move because I was like, if I move, I'm going to miss something. Right. And it was a damn good match. I, I, I dare I say, next to the best match. I, I could even argue argue. Uh, match on. I could I could argue that.
1: Yeah.
0: But it, it was good. I thought Grand Metalik was gonna actually take him, but eh. It no,
1: is no, what I mean, it is. Yeah, Ray had to Ray had to take that loss. I mean, he 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 did the honors for Ray, which was much appreciated. But I will say that the WWE has liquid gold. They have enough top Lucha Libre stars already wrestling. Most of them are in 205 Live. Uh, The rest of them are in Lucha House Party. I mean, they have, and then you have Andrade uh, as a former mass wrestler. They have pure Lucha Libre talent. All they have to do is use them. So with NXT coming off of the WWE network as where they're regularly going to be aired as their their home. I wonder, and I said this uh, a a good bit ago, if they're going to make two or five live two hours, because that would give you the opportunity to add the extra step because AEW hasn't really done Lucha. They've been going more new Japan, Japanese wrestling, um, you know, that that style, strong style. They've been kind of on that side of the street as a heavy. But if WWE locks down that side, that Latino-Mexicano side, and draws those folks in, which could open up opportunities for, and I don't think he's on bad terms. I haven't heard anything by him being on bad terms, but Conan popping in from time to time, mm-hmm. Parker popping in from time to time, and, you know, some of the other... Uh, superstars coming up from uh, AAA and and other places uh, down there in Mexico, that would be another jab that AEW would have to figure out a way to balance out from their talent pool. But if the WWE misses out on that, we do have contracts that are expiring. And if they don't resign and they go that way, that means they will have – that Japanese style, strong style. They will have uh, a heavy lucha impression. They'll have um, a heavy, unique impression with uh, um, you know people like Orange Cassidy and stuff that just wrestle in a different way and a different partaking. And you know they have the transgender side and all that stuff as well going on in AEW. So you have got a nice hodgepodge of. Pieces of the puzzle to work with So uh, WWE still has to play, in my opinion The offensive Having them go up against one-on-one with NXT Is incredibly smart Because that's the level of pace That you're going to have AEW cannot match NXT's pay-per-view Pace at this moment From bell to bell, start to finish NXT kills it The entire time There is no doubt mm-hmm. Down spot. I mean, it's just bang, 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 and you're tired. I'm so tired. Like, I don't even watch Triple H's impression anymore of the show. Like, cause they killed it. I don't even need you to tell me that, Trips. I just watched it. <laughs> and that's it. You know, done deal. Now I'm ready for the next pay-per-view. I need to see if the 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 um the main roster is gonna live up to NXT. AEW Gonna, you going you have some, you know, you have some up and down spots and, and things like that, but um that's I think that's a perfect fit. But if they throw in the two oh five live thing and make that two hours, that's just an extra sandwich, an extra opportunity that AEW has to overcome. In my opinion. In my opinion.
0: I, I agree with two hours. Now I mean, you got the network to yourself now. Yeah. For the most part, yeah, what are you going to do with it? Time to show off.
1: Now, on the flip side, though, I want to know what you think about The Undertaker opening SmackDown and having the altercation with Sami Zayn. I felt like Taker, it's Taker, so they gave him free ride. Just say what you want to say. But I don't know. I would have rather Sami come out first and then Taker come out second so that way I could give Taker a little bit more ominous of a approach. Because uh, to me, having watched a lot of Undertaker promos, as most people, it was just not as intense. Sammy hey. did his job. But it just it wasn't as intense to rival Stone Cold, you know? Undertaker being, <gasps> right, was huge, but Stone Cold epic on how you I mean it felt. I I just wanted I don't know, maybe a little bit more something. I would have even been happier if Roman opened and Taker came down and then the main event or or no, not even the main event. I would have had the match happen right then. It would have been Roman and Undertaker versus Rowan and Sami Zayn and that would have been the opening of the show. That way that that would've been serious. And then just because it is what it is, have Roman take the choke slam from the Undertaker after the match after they win. Cuz Taker's still around so it's still in my yard. That type of thing.
0: Right? But now see to that point I, don't get me wrong, please. Nobody take this the wrong way. But how can the Undertaker ever enjoy retirement if he can never stay retired?
1: He never retired, technically.
0: Well, he was he he was out of he just action.
1: he just put his his uh his gear down in the middle of the ring, and but he never he never said it or never cut a promo for retiring. The closest he's come to saying retirement was Thursday when he said, "I may not be around for a lot longer." But that's the closest we got.
0: What are we going on? Uh, thirty years, thirty-five years for the it's,
1: it's been thirty. But hey, you said it from his last uh, wrestling uh, appearance. What did you say? He looked darn good, didn't
0: he? Yeah, he did. But I'm just—I'm never. Am I? Don't get it. Get it twisted. I'm never tired of saying Undertaker. I mean, but that whole thing of losing and leaving his gear in the ring we just knew that was the end of an era that was the end of our childhood because i had always said it and a lot of people agree with it in the wrestling community that once the undertaker hangs them up for good our childhood is over because we're still those little seven eight nine ten eleven year old kids when he comes out Mm mm-hmm we can still remember when Yokozuna was afraid when he heard the and it was like natural fear. We still remember that that's our childhood. And with that happening, it was, I'm like, that's why I say retirement because I'm like, I mean, wasn't that a retirement match? Wasn't that the end? If it wasn't going to be the end, I don't think Brock should ever beat the streak. Then not this early. Brock could have beat the streak three years from now Well I wasn't
1: retire. I mean I was just Taker did what he needed to do to invigorate everything Nobody was expecting that to happen And we saw what came out of that The, the world was just shook up Nobody yeah. expected it We all was just like oh Taker's gonna win this one He'll take a little bit of a beating set up And it'll be crazy Nobody expected the three count And that was that was what it was, but uh, like I said, I have no problem with Taker being around. It's just I just wanted a little bit more of a feel from it.
0: That's all. Well, the best the best part about him being around is just him being around. <laughs> I, it, it's no no doubt in my mind with that. It's great to have him around.
1: Mm-hmm. Now I will. I just su- I don't oh, want to
0: see him gone. No, no. I'm just saying I don't want to see him gone, but. It's getting to the point where they it's like they're trotting him out like you're you're trying to save it, but you don't have to. Yeah, they
1: do. That's what I was about to uh, allude to. They have to save it because there's only one thing left for him to do. He's got to go up against the Fiend. That match has to happen. That is a true torch. The yard thing is just a phrase. But the Phenom was going to take Four-year-old kid now, and and have him talking about it twenty six years later is going to be Bray Wyatt. They've got to they've got to put the stamp on that. It's not time yet, well, I... because Bray is is building the 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 category and a new way of what he's presenting closer to the taker side, opposed to just the entrance to ominous side, but now we've got a, an entity that he can really curate into something. There's still a lot more to do. It's still in his infancy. So we can we can go a lot more. But that that's what needs to happen. That's what needs to end.
0: Well I kind of sort of disagree with you as what? when you say one more thing. No no. when you say one more thing. I think it's more than one thing that he needs to do before he hangs it up. What's that win the universal title. I don't think he needs it because he he's held it. I mean, just to say, hey, put that on a resume too. Just it's certain things that I I would like to see him do. Well, just and give him the US when title or the or the IC. Why not? He doesn't need the world championship, for some... in my opinion. He doesn't need it. He's he's the Undertaker for some. It does nothing for well, him. But that's like when. That's like when you had a two-man power trip and Triple H had the Intercontinental Championship. I always felt that that was a step back because he competed for it, and he brought that portion. It was him, uh, Stone Cold, The Rock, and they brought that division up. But to do it again, when you already been a world champion, I'm like, ah, no. Nah, that's that's kind of sort of beneath him. What, but I, that's what just about not him thinking. winning the NXT Championship? <laughs> yeah, then there'll never be another NXT champion because there's nobody down there that can beat him. Oh no, that's,
1: that's some people. I mean, it could be done, <laughs> but I, I don't think he needs to be world
0: champion. I don't think he needs to be tag champion. Has been there, done that. I think he he could get a belt or a championship. He's been the hardcore champion. Yeah, twenty four seven champion.
1: Yep. Yep.
0: I- I'll take yep. that.
1: But I will say this, because even though – I know you showed me the video, but uh, with R-Truth getting kind of rolled up by that uh, police officer, it's like, (laughs) God, that was the worst roll-up ever. I thought he was about to have to call officer down. But they need to – I know that's the quick thing. We need to start having some more moves being put on to get that championship. Everybody just get roll-up, 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 roll-up. We need a little bit more depth to it, and we need. Well, what's the quickest thing we need? You can do. I mean, RKO could be. You know, it could be, you could do stuff. It Could be a DDT. It could be uh You could put somebody to sleep. You could do stuff. It could be a code breaker, lumbar check, sweet chin music, or super kick. Um, you know, tell it to the back. There, there, there's some some things that can be done. I still think also. And I know it's going to happen in some form, but there will be a title change tomorrow. I'm quite sure of it. But we need to have some 24/7 championship matches that are gauntlet matches because it needs to be a it needs to be a contestable championship backstage, and it's backstage. You know, it's not even in the ring. It's just backstage match. So they're, they're battling. Somebody's doing a promo. It it was, what the heck are y'all doing next thing? You get involved. So, you know, Seth Rollins just became an ex- I'm sorry, uh, a 24-7 champion. Then he's got to go out and defend the belt. And in the midst of that, you can't call DQ if R-Truth was the one out and slot into the ring and pin him for the 24-7 championship. So it could be some unprecedented territory. So you can lose the belt and win the match and keep your belt at the same time. They can play around with it. I mean, there's some, there's some wiggle room and leeway before it gets too old. Because everything yeah. Truth is doing outside the ring is awesome. But once the cameras are on, just that little flash, people are going to start to forget about it. It's not going to be as epic. Kind of like, you know, that. notice they're not force-feeding you New Day all throughout the pay-per-views or all throughout the shows. It's Kofi. Then you may have Xavier Woods here and, and Big E, but it's not like it used to be where it was New Day, New Day, New Day, New Day, New Day, New Day. Pretty much everywhere. Backstage, you know, just, just all over New Day. Because they're not trying to wear things down, but I, I think they need to ramp up the 24-7 feel. Probably, you know, maybe I'm a little bit biased. Maybe because, I don't know, I
0: created it. But, uh, you know, it was a little thing. Uh, that, that, that you want to see your babies do good, man, and that's your baby.
1: Yeah, I agree. Now, speaking of babies, um, I want to ask you this question. Well, I'll, I'll talk about the King of the Ring first. King of the Ring, Baron Corbin. We, in our picks, didn't really pick him. To be um one of the guys going into... Uh, The finals for the King of the Ring against Chad Gable. (laughs) We didn't pick Chad Gable either, so we kind of just whitewashed on that. But that's going to be interesting to see. So, King of the Ring, that's out. So now, I want to ask you, Lacey Evans is having matches with Natty. Okay, cool. But do you think they pushed Lacey at the mountaintop too soon in reference to matches to where now? It's like, what do you do with her? She can beat mm. by Natty. Not saying it's a bad thing. No, but statistically speaking, Natalia has been putting over people. Natalia has been beating Lacey Evans on a regular basis. Did we give well, her too much too soon, and now she can't just run up to Becky? She's <sighs> Becky beat her every
0: time. What do we do? Well, we, we you, you gotta. That's the whole thing because she came out like uh, a woman on fire. Mm-hmm. You know, she was the woman's right, and she went up to Becky. She went head to head with Becky. Uh, it was just it, 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 that whole feud ran the course. Now you have to take her back down and build her back up so her losing a natty is a good thing anybody losing a natty is a good thing because you lose a natty you lose it to one of the the greatest women wrestlers of this generation and dare i say it of all time and i'm not just saying that because i'm in love with her but i mean it's true what there's not too many technical women wrestlers that you have and then she is the legacy of the Hart family So to lose to her is never a bad thing But You gotta You gotta break Lacey Down and then build her back up Same thing I say with Ronda Rousey
1: She's six feet under right now how much more breaking you gotta do
0: Remember Becky was buried remember how Becky got Buried now look at her But Becky broke through the Plastic
1: ceiling on her own they didn't do that for her But that was the evolution Also of a character the only thing for Lacey to evolve to is here it comes, red, white, and blue Lex Express style. It's going to be that epic <laughs> heel that is going to be a female from overseas, and she's going to be the, uh, the the female Iron Sheik. If Lana wouldn't have been kind of revealed herself as being American and speaking only in Russian just for character, then it could be Lana, but. It's going to be that level and then here comes Lacey on the 4th of July because they haven't done this in a while and going to beat her on the intrepid. <laughs> <laughs> and then Lacey becomes a face because she's got the military pedigree so it kind of works. That's the only thing and, you do. Uh,
0: but in actuality I yeah, I just I like her I'm character. Sure.
1: I just don't want her to be just on the you know. She, everybody is just up. Oh, I beat Lacey Evans. I beat Lacey Evans. I beat Lacey Evans. And where the hell is Trin? I know Total Divas is coming up, but um, kind of need to see a little bit more of Trinity Five too. Just saying. Yeah. Just saying. I agree. That would be a Agreed. great feud. That would be a great
0: feud. But like I said, I, don't you know, know. I was just curious. That would that would be a good tag team. Yeah. Trendy and Lacey, you got the Southern Bell, and the Atlanta Booty. The, the, you know what? I haven't even seen her on social media. That's I haven't seen Lacey on social media. Well, Lacey's been posting
1: stuff. It's mostly been about her daughter and just life. And once in a while she'll do a in character tweet. But um yeah. It's been extremely quiet on that Uso side of things.
0: Well, what think about crazy? this. That would be great. But think about this. You got Lacey Evans as a Southern Bell. Now we know for a fact, yeah, she can be the Southern Belle. But we've seen from her social media videos how this woman, she's a grinder. Like, she'll go out and buy dinner. No, no, baby, I'm going to catch dinner. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And that right there, instead of, and that's the thing, that's truly her. Granted, she's a Southern belle and all that. I'll give you that. She's that. But just her being her, that hard-nosed woman that doesn't take a backseat to anybody. That's why I think her and Naomi would be great together because neither one of them take a backseat to anybody, and they'll kick your ass.
1: Yeah, I agree, and snatch you, snatch your weave. Yeah, <laughs> but again, that's we need a little bit more out of the women's division. We need more <laughs> variety, and you have
0: enough. Yeah, because it's focusing all on the top right now. Yep, and you, like we're not focusing. It. It's no
1: bottom. Yep, yeah, we're, yeah. We're, we're, we're going backwards in time versus forward in time on a women's division and we haven't heard anything about an evolution two pay per view <laughs> or anything like that. So what what what's going on? We need a little bit more. Maybe we should start but, the yeah. hashtag evolution two. We need and Ev-
0: start tagging them all.
1: We need evolution two
0: point you know what? Oh no oh, evolution redux. Of... Hey. hey think about this Last year's Evolution pay per view was one of the best pay per views of the year. Mm -hmm. Why not do it again? Yeah. And this time, it's no mistakes to learn off of. It's an all women's pay per view. Only thing that I wish they would do, make it all women, female referees, females backstage working, females doing the announcing, just women, all just straight women. No men involved. Go home. You sit home. You watch us perform. Women. And you got anybody from uh, the the corporate side. You got Stephanie doing all the talking. It's Stephanie's show. That's it and that's all.
1: Yeah. I agree with that. And also it's, it's focused on current talent. As much as I like the legends... They could be sprinkled in as special guest refs or backstage, but really needs to be, all, all the matches need to be the current talent.
0: Yes. And you say special guest refs, uh, you can get Jackie. Yeah. Because she has she has a referee license. She was a referee for a short time. Mm-hmm. If I'm not mistaken, wasn't she the first female referee in WWE?
1: Possibly. I have to look at that and double-check that, but at that that could be true But yeah she would do it I mean, She's, she's just hanging out going exercise and doing things So it's, it's uh, The sky's the limit But we need to have yeah. that Because we run out of time before Wrestlemania Right Because we know we got Mania and- Royal Rumble Royal Rumble is going to have the women's Royal Rumble So those two things are a given That's one women's thing that's a given Survivor Series There's going to be a classic or well, A women's Survivor Series match of some kind so we know that's pretty much going to happen. I mean, it's just a no-brainer. You just have to, that type of thing. But from there, what, what's happening? Hell in a Cell is coming up, so we know that's not happening. There no. could be a female Hell in a Cell match. I don't know, maybe. But uh, we're running out of time, man.
0: To to, to How insert. many pay-per-views do we have? How many pay per views did we have last uh, October? We had three pay per views in a month because it was Evolution, uh, Crown Jewel, mm-hmm. and it was something else. We had three pay per views because Evolution was us uh, so on Sunday. You had Crown Jewel that following Saturday. Yep. So we can fit three three pay per views in now I don't know if they're going to do anything in Saudi Arabia next month. Which were, was where Crown Jewel was from And Crown Jewel was a freaking disaster Yeah. So you can X that out But put something together You don't have to throw it together This is something you should have been working on Since last year Because of the, the success you had with Evolution This should have been worked on last year But and You have to pregnant. put something she together can, She can show up
1: and be a special guest referee yeah. She could be a, a neutral party as what it would be for Becky Lynch versus Sasha Banks. Or she could be the enforcer. I, I agree. She doesn't have to I mean you know, she could, could she could knock somebody out or do something. She could just be part of the angle just because to keep her it brand itself. Yep, just to keep her brand fresh in case she plans on making a comeback. Cause I haven't seen anything say that she's pregnant yet. So it's like, well, hey Y'all need to put some more work in.
0: <laughs> well, no, Her husband got to call Vince. You know, he's the genetic jackhammer. Okay, yeah, yeah, Vince can do it. If anybody <laughs> can do it, Vince can. <laughs> so,
1: oh, man. speaking of doing it, speaking of Vince, speaking of MSG, and leading all up to this on this side of things, Firefly Funhouse turned a corner in its show development. Now, I don't know if you picked up on it, but this is the first Firefly Funhouse that for, we'll just put quote-unquote, was in real time, if that makes any sense, because it was directly addressing Stone Cold Steve Austin being (laughs) at Monday Night Raw. Most of the other ones were already curated about a a particular field topic and, and innuendos and things about what Bray or or The Fiend is doing or even if it's about Finn Balor it's a a show taped about Finn Balor but it wasn't about Finn Balor in the ring right then they had the 316 on the clock which I have to figure out what the heck this 1119 is um, that Bray turned uh, the clock time into they were calling Austin stranger danger and Bray was kind of defending the rattlesnake being a rattlesnake but it was in the moment curated for Madison Square Garden. And it was a little interesting of a feel. It was also, you know, very bleak and bland in the, in the background. So they were just keeping it to Bray, his cast, one picture of uh, uh the Abigail puppet on the back wall, and that was it. So I uh, what, what feeling did you get out of it? Because I thought it was, I mean, it was good. But I was like, this is interesting that they're talking about what's literally happening that night.
0: You know what? Until you just said it, I forgot that it happened Monday. I had to leave out and I never went back and watched it. Oh. So I have to go back and watch that. Jetson. I had to hey, go. Right. Had,
1: I had to go get one of the, of the girls. With, uh with um kevin
0: owens (laughs) i had to go get one of the girls man so i I, she got off work at nine and she wasn't ready to close to 10 so i was gone oh man so it's gonna cost you two and i I never made it back (laughs) because i'm sitting here and i'm like damn i missed that ah so you know I'm, i'm a dvr and i'm gonna have to give uh my my thoughts, but I may have to do my thoughts on Instagram and some other things.
1: All right. I'll be nice and give you that one, but I'm not giving you any leeway on what the true nature of this show is going to be about for the next uh day. I say it 13 minutes since we just had Friday the 13th this week. So why not go ahead and jump <laughs> into our picks for class of champions in the next 13 minutes of me being correct You Picking the same thing I picked for a couple of them So that way you can narrow it down But I have A tiebreaker So now we're in officially in the 13 minute countdown um, Of The picks So the tiebreaker will be the Cruiserweight Championship match So we'll pick that one last Because it's an even okay. 10 matches on the card And somewhere 24-7 Spurt of opportunity so, we'll start with the women. You got first pick. All right. The Women's Tag Championship. Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross versus Fire and Desire. Which, I don't really like that name, Fire and Desire. It just doesn't strike fear into my heart. Uh, but, Fire and Desire, Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville. Is Alexa... And Nikki walking out with the championship, or is that going to be a little bit of a change?
0: Uh, I'm going to be honest with you. This whole Alexa-Nikki thing, this whole pairing, it's just awesome. I mean, it's just the way it has evolved. And they could they didn't know what they were going to do with Nikki Cross. Mm-hmm. Now you have something to do, but she can also hold her own as a singles competitor. But we're getting Alexa Bliss back, which is freaking awesome. I I got to I always got to get Alexa Bliss back cuz I love seeing her in the ring. I just love seeing her period. But uh it takes the pressure off of her so that concussion problem she was having. Yep. It it's not going to flare up so much. So I'm going to take Alexa and Nikki on this one. To retain. All right. All right. And I'm going to go the opposite way. Just for Ooh.
1: the KG always the, you got to have them lose it to to gain it back, to build some character. I'm going to go with Mandy and Sonia. I wouldn't be surprised if there was a little bit of an iconic interference. I don't know. I haven't seen him in a while. They've been kind of quiet, even though uh, one got married uh, to Sean Spears. And, you know, we had that kind of thing going on. So it's like, all right, cool. But it's
0: about time for them to pop up. They uh, They had a picture with Stone Cold Monday night. Oh, well, guess what? I think
1: there's going to be some interference. Maybe not physically,
0: but they may come out. I wouldn't be surprised. Wait, has uh, has Tamina been cleared from concussion protocol?
1: Not that I've heard. I, Tamina's been very quiet on social media. I'm gonna have to
0: see if it's just
1: my fee. She don't want to talk to me anymore because kind of haven't mentioned a straight jack in what three months.
0: Yeah, it's been about that long. She's been in. I didn't even know she had a concussion. I had to look it up to find out where she was at.
1: Yeah, she's gonna have to figure this out because uh, next month I got to make a new entrance, and she could be missing out. But
0: we'll you see. talk about interference. See, now I'm thinking along the lines of Nia and Tamina as your interference. I don't know. I think it's not time for Nia yet. Not yet. Not, not yet. It, you if serious? Nia comes
1: in, she has got to come in solo. I saw some video, but Nia's—I don't think she's at the. the I know it's going to sound bad, but I don't think she's at the size that I want her to be, and that's from a, a health perspective for movement, because I want her to be able to do more in the ring, uh, move-wise. I don't want her to just well, be looked at as oh, that's the Yokozuna of the women's division. You know what I mean? Right. I want—I want her to nope. be Naomi.
0: Challenging The best part about it now granted she's tall But even if she Loses 30 40 50 pounds the best part About it she's still gonna be thick as All outdoors. she's oh, thicker yeah, she, in she, a bowl she, of cold grits she,
1: yeah, She's still gonna be tight But I just want it to be you know the Tone up from what she was Working out if she if it just tones Up and say 20 pounds <laughs> And that Strength in the legs so the, the 20 okay, Pounds who? would probably come off the top um, and and that would just balance much. things out, and then her gear would be, you know, showing it off. Uh, no more, even the more than what it already flaps. does. No more side flaps or anything like that. You know, that look, makes her aerodynamic. Really, <laughs> I want to know what should we do with the sides? Let's add some just really robust flaps on it. Okay, really.
0: Has no funk. I, I don't understand it. Awesome Kongler you side flaps. What was it for? You know what? I think we said this before, but Awesome Kong versus Nia Jax. Oh, we already know that needs to be, but that that's in another world right now because Kong is all in. Well, you know how to make that happen because I did my homework last week. I just haven't posted my video, so that that'll be done soon. But uh. We know how to make that happen. Well, Somebody need to get on that job.
1: You had one job. I did mine. A little bit of bubbly. I did my job. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Chris Jericho for uh, another sold-out cruise. And the potential for rumor speak that uh, um, one of the destination locations for the weekly AEW show may be on the Jericho cruise in January. Which may be the first network televised show ever to be broadcast from a cruise. Hey, International Waters. Yeah, WCW came came close, you know, with their real wild and stuff, uh, being a destination location on Bash of the Beach and stuff like that. But I don't think there's ever been one that has been televised or even if it has to be taped and then televised, but still, you know, to be on a cruise. So that would be momentous and a big, thing for them to pull off and do as it's out in the ocean which will really suck because then the roster would be on the boat it's like why did I go on that cruise damn it <laughs> but <clears throat> we will see needless to say next match of the night is another tag team match who's going to knock all the tags out New Day versus the Revival I'm going to say it now <laughs> Revival is taking the championship belts because I don't think Kofi is going to lose to Randy. As much as I would like Randy Orton to win, I think Kofi's going to keep the belt, but Randy's going to help the new day lose the belt. It's going to be an RKO running in that's going to fire up Kofi, and then Kofi's going to win the belt.
0: Don't retain I'm going to agree with you. No, man. I agree Pick the you. new
1: day. Pick the new day.
0: I can't. Dang it. I can't. There you go. Already, I mean, man. already you ruined
1: the curve, man. You're ruining the curve. Smart money. Uh, I hope so. <laughs> I'm look real foolish. <laughs> if it's, it's a new day, still champions. Like, oh dang it. Oh, well. All right. Speaking of the last tag match of the night, you got first pick. So I hope you've been thinking about it. Seth Rollins and Braun Strowman versus Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode.
0: Give me uh, uh, Seth and and, and uh, Bro. Yeah.
1: See, that that's what I'm debating because having them come out and still have a belt to turn right around and walk out the end of the night to face each other for a belt. And then the big thing is the title possibly could have changed hands who knows and then he still have to coexist because they are champions I think is a more compelling story than giving a belt to Rude and Dolph so I agree with you
0: I mean think about how it would be it would be okay Braun's the new universal champion but after the match Seth gets up and he just looks at him and they kind of shake hands and move on but you know Seth let us let's know, hey, I'm gonna get my shot again. And then it goes through where they stay tag team champions. Every time Braun defends the title, if somebody tries to get an unfair advantage on Braun, Seth's right there to help you know to back him up so he can keep the title on him. He said I could beat anybody in this business, but I'd rather beat you for the title. There it is right there.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting to see. We'll see how this plays out. But hopefully they keep the title because I want to see them still hold it a little bit longer. Speaking of holding it, though, I know who I want to pick for the IC championship. Shinsuke Nakamura versus the A-lister. I want the championship back on The Miz so it could become (sighs) must-see again. Because right now the IC title is just something that's just there. Kind of like when he had the U.S. title. It was still something that's just there. Shinsuke Nakamura had both of them, but it was no flair to it. So they gave him a mouse piece with Sami Zayn, which is good. But I would love for The Miz to win the belt back. Especially leading up to Fox, because I think uh, that feel... And they're being a little bit more of a shakeup. And if the IC goes to SmackDown and Miz could just, you know, if they bring back Talking Smack um, as the title, or if not, it'll just be whatever show on Fox Sports 1 starring Renee Young. But when the Miz comes on, it's going to be liquid gold.
0: And I'll take the Miz too. Dang it. You <laughs> stop that? Piction's game. No. Nah i can't i didn't want him to win the title in the first place jeez man jeez we're gonna have
1: to i'm gonna have to let you pick first all the time (laughs) then you still will copy my picks what what well let's see if i copy your pick now okay united states championship the phenomenal aj styles versus cedric alexander And Cedric one. has been on a roll. He pinned him
0: on Monday. Yeah, that's raw. That ain't a pay per view. That's raw. So give me, give me AJ in that one.
1: The OC could be banned from ringside because they may come out and interfere. Cedric is no slouch. That I mean, this is going to be match of the night. Period. Dot. With those two high flying, it's going to be match of the night.
0: I can believe it But I'm I'm still going to take AJ AJ don't need no help from the OC
1: I think uh, With the shakeup going on And potentially AJ going back to Smackdown The face that runs the place Needs to win The championship that runs the place Over on Smackdown so I am going to believe it or not, take a shot in the dark for the man that they instantly hired from uh, his debut on the WWE Network in that tournament, Cedric Alexander. In that cruiserweight hmm. tournament. Yep, I'm gonna go with Cedric. I know it's controversial. It's gonna be interesting. All right. But we'll see. Come on, Cedric. Don't let me down. Don't let me down. Just like this next battle, which is no DQ, Roman Reigns versus Eric Rowan.
0: Rowan. Really? Yeah. Why? It'd be too it would be too obvious to let to have uh Roman win this. It'll be entirely too obvious.
1: I agree. The only reason why I'm picking Rowan is because I believe there's going to be interference from Daniel Bryan. You first think he's going to be beefing with Rowan, but then it's going to turn on Roman. And that's too many R's. That's going to be an interesting thing for them to call <laughs> Roman and Rowan. Rowan. That's a tongue twister. But uh, I think it's gonna. They're going to team up against Roman somehow. There's no DQ, so that's already set up right there. And then. That'll lead into a rubber match on Monday night, or dun-dun-dun Hell in a Cell as the next pay-per-view. Roman Reigns, Eric Rowan. I can kind of see that. Just Mm -hmm. like I'm trying to see what's gonna happen in this next match, Bailey versus Charlotte. I am gonna pick the fight winner. Shout out to uh Alsa Black and Cesaro. Um I'm going Bailey. I'm going the other way.
0: I'm going the Queen. Really? You think she's gonna hit that yep. ten mark, huh? Yeah. It, it would only be right. And <laughs> she made it to uh WrestleBotch on um on Instagram and Twitter from uh her uh her salt. That didn't quite land when she landed on her feet.
1: Well, so
0: she made it to botch on that one. Hey,
1: at least she's still going strong, attempting them.
0: Yeah. And that figure eight. But don't get me wrong. I love Bailey. I, I love Bailey's booty. Bailey's a hugger. But she's not beating Charlotte. Not not right now. It's time for her to Once beat Charlotte. Once again, Charlotte's had
1: her number every single time.
0: Yeah, but this is – you got to realize this is uh, payback for what she did to Charlotte when she cashed in that money in the bank after Charlotte won. So I'm sure Charlotte wants to beat that ass. Yeah, I don't know. Now, I would have,
1: out of all four, I would have Charlotte become 10-time champion and the second – well, two belts at WrestleMania. I would have Charlotte come out of that match with the championship. That I would see, but I have no issue with that. I want to see Bailey. (sighs) Well, go ahead, Raw Women's Championship Becky Lynch,
0: Sasha Banks. Oh, it's so hard to take it off of Becky, but I'm just (laughs) I gotta. I gotta leave it on her really?
1: yeah All right. I gotta take it off of her here's the reason why we were waiting for somebody epic to go up against Becky if Becky beats Sasha who do you have left? Becky beats Sasha Uh. come on now somebody epic who do you have left? Can't be Charlotte because Charlotte's already entangled into something else. Yeah. So if um, Becky and, and Sasha goes first, and Bailey and Charlotte is second. You can't. You can't pick Charlotte. Who do you have left? A returning Nia Jax. We can wish, but no, not yet. I mean, just there's people that are there right now.
0: Right off the top of my head, I don't think you have anybody.
1: Exactly. But if Sasha beats Becky, not going to be clean. But if Sasha beats Becky, you are setting up for the future. You're setting up for, oh, and did I fail to mention Elimination Chamber is also happening before WrestleMania. So, again, where's Evolution fitting in? But you have an Elimination Chamber match that would have Sasha Banks walking in as the champion. You would have Hell in a Cell. Which could put all four women, if it doesn't happen to Mania, all four women in the, the championship. And whoever pins who first, hit and hit WWE. So let's say Charlotte pins uh, Sasha, she becomes a champion, and those two leave. And then you still have the other two vying for the other championship. So both are on the line, but only one can win one. So whoever scores a pinfall on the other brand or in the same brand would win the belt and walk out. <laughs> You, in the house, make a cell. convincing
0: argument in the house, but you picked now; nah, it's too late. <laughs> <laughs> Very convincing, but I'm still I'm sticking with Becky. No changebacks. Okay,
1: I'm just saying from a, a storyline standpoint, it would diminish Sasha Banks just having us come back, and there'll be nobody else for Becky to beat unless you bring in some NXT talent, uh, Shayna Baszler.
0: Well, she's, she's
1: about Shayna Baszler has got to lose the belt very soon to Rhea
0: Ripley. Says Would who? You? Why can't she bring the belt with her?
1: Nah, she's got to drop the belt because it, it, the whole thing is somebody's got to beat her for it. They did that with uh, Oscar, and uh, you know I, I think it needs to be
0: something. It needs to be a transition. Mm, pull a tase. Show up on, on WWE TV with another belt around your waist. Okay. And then proceed to choke somebody out. Beat me if you can.
1: Survive if I let you. Still would love to see <laughs> in WWE Taz versus Samoa Joe. Yeah. Man, that would be good. Mm-hmm. Kata Hajime versus uh, the Coquina Clutch. That's some serious choke out right there. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. All right, so you got the hot seat.
0: Kofi Kingston, Randy Orton. I'm with you with the wanting to see Randy win it. I've been asking for that for how long now? This is literally WrestleManiacs Saturday show. Fifty four, because we had that glitch hmm, two weeks ago where we didn't record. So this is fifty four. Um, so about fifty four weeks, I've been asking for that. Um, damn it! Do I got a pick? Yep. If you make it, if if you put the belt on, Randy, where do you go from there?
1: You've got a lot of opportunity. That's why I'm asking. Because he's got the revival Wait, yeah. with him. If he goes, <laughs> if they do the switch and he goes to Raw, you've got a lot of opportunity there. If he stays on SmackDown, you got a lot of opportunity. Randy Orton versus AJ Styles would be uh, really good to see again. Um, I mean, Randy Orton could play off anybody. I wouldn't mind seeing Randy sure. Orton go against Dolph Ziggler for the championship. That'd be pretty good. The match would be phenomenal. Sorry, AJ. <laughs> and then I put the belt on Dolph.
0: Uh let's go Kofi.
1: It took you long enough, man. I don't know why you're playing around. I'm going Kofi well, as well.
0: I, I had to get expert opinion from the
1: expert first. Because but... I'd already I'd already shipped the revival. <laughs> Winning, uh, losing. Well, I'm sorry, the revival winning and the new day losing to set up for the fueled up Kofi to win because we had the feel good moment the last time where they all walked out with the belt, but I don't think they're all walking out with belts this time. Sorry, sure, indeed. And I said it's not going to be clean, so Randy's going to get the payback. It it could be, you know, a big thing where the revival comes back down to help Randy and a new day comes to help Kofi, and then somehow Trouble in Paradise, boom, boom, boom. So it could be one of those finishes. Because Kofi needs an epic villain as well. Randy has been a, the closest thing, but um, he needs an epic villain. And Lord knows, shoot, I wouldn't mind it being Rusev. Yeah. Rusev's been gone long enough to just come in there and just decimate. But I wouldn't have him come in with Lana. It would just be the hungry Bulgarian brute, Rusev. Lana would be on her own thing. She'd be on another, you know, hopefully she's been training instead of just taking great pictures. So she would be <laughs> on her own thing. But Rusev and Lana would be two separate things. Great videos, too. Mm-hmm. So that just leaves one match. All right. A match based, well, two matches, technically, the tiebreaker, if it comes down to that. If uh, it doesn't come down to that, then we won't factor it in. Seth Rollins versus Braun Strowman. So we both picked Seth and Braun to retain the tag champs or championships. So now the question is does Brock interfere and cost Seth? the title does Brock interfere and cost Braun the opportunity at the championship no 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 this is going to be clean does Braun just I mean does Brock just come down and just stand there I think so because I mean I think that if he hits Seth that's no title changes hands Braun wins but you got Brock versus Braun or oh, a triple threat match in the hell match in hell in the cell actually, because they're both pissed at the match.
0: So that, that's no. that's a hell in the cell made right there. You you gotta take, uh, you gotta take Brock out of this. Give me Braun. No, we need Brock. Now. We haven't seen him in a while. Heyman's been quiet. Yeah, because Heyman's been creating. Give me. Who you think is creating
1: this? <laughs> uh, Alright you say you want Braun To take the belt
0: from Seth You're saying it's yes. Braun's time Yes That would make for great TV Because every time he has a chance And he's being pushed uh, He always gets injured Hmm.
1: Do I wanna throw a wrench in your picking plans or do I wanna go with it? How would Seth well I guess Seth we've seen Seth do I mean he beat Brock, so Seth beating Braun is not a foregone conclusion at all. Period. That's that's just possible. I'm going to go Dang it It's a tough one Because which what, What's To me you know Always look at it From the story perspective What's the better story To tell
0: Uh, Braun finally winning The championship And being able to Hold it for more than 30 days But beating it Beating Seth Rollins For it Versus beating A heel
1: for it uh. I'm going to go Seth I'm just going to take a shot in the dark I'm going to go Seth but I, I think Brock is going to interfere somehow and if Brock does Seth walks out with the championship so that's the safe bet if Brock just shows up and touches anything that's the safe bet if he touches either one Seth still has the belt so uh,
0: well, that gives me the built in safe bet that's okay but guess what in order to put together a win streak, you got to win one first. I've done the first part. All I got to do is win the second, and I'll be on a win streak. <laughs> we'll see.
1: Now for the tiebreaker, the, or if need be, the uh, Cruiserweight Championship. Drew Gulak versus Umberto Humberto Carrillo, Carrillo versus Lince Dorado. Gulak is the sitting champion. I'm going with the champ. You just took the easy phone in. And just to throw (laughs) the wrench in the plans, I'm going with Gulag too. So that... (laughs) Oh my goodness. You're like, yeah, I won that one. Only man, I just nullified that. (laughs) (laughs) Strategy. Strategy. (laughs) So really... The Raw Women's Well, I'm sorry, the Women's Tag Match The U.S. Title The Smackdown Women's Title The Raw Women's Title And the Universal Championship Are the only things That
0: Will decide it You know something I just thought about You talk about the twenty-four-seven championship. Now that we are, everybody here, the WrestleManiaX and sideline junkies know that that's your baby. You came up with that. Something that I forgot that we don't mention very much anymore. We came up with the women's tag team championship too.
1: Yeah, you were talking about that before a year ago. Uh, social media started their buzz. So yeah, that's two two levels but of yeah. credit right there. <laughs> And have you gotten a check? Because I haven't. I'm checking for a check. That's what we're at. <laughs> I'm checking for the check. So, the way it's looking, man, you may not even need the uh, Cruiserweight title.
0: First of three mm. wins. Yeah, pretty much. So, I, 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 I will be standing in the winner's circle. Yep, and if you, if you come out
1: on top, you will be a, a clean wiener. That's what you will be. <laughs> You will be a wiener Congratulations
0: I'll take that (laughs) So right,
1: man We're going to let these people uh, go And they can create their own picks And see if they can um, Ride with us On this journey Of your loss
0: Oh wow Now the WrestleManiacs Will be back next week The sideline junkies will be back tomorrow morning, minus myself. It'll be the first Sunday show that I probably missed in the two years. Well, year and a half that we've been podcasting. I I won't be available at the set time. And we can't wait because we got to get that fantasy news out there tomorrow. We got to get the injury report and got to come through with the picks. So I will have to phone my picks in tomorrow. But with no doubt, it will be done, whether it be via Instagram TV or YouTube, it's going to be done. So um, one thing I want to say to you about next week, I think we might have to make our debut and show our faces on Instagram TV. Oh, really? What say you? I mean, I mean, now, now we can't do the butt naked show. Dang it!
1: You know that's where I was about to go with it.
0: We we, we do the butt naked show. It's 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 over. Dang it!
1: Ruin everything. But I'm in. Okay, let's get it on. So I guess you might as well tell them what they can listen to us this week. And the next week we know we're Instagramming it up down.
0: Well, you can hear us right here on Anchor FM. You can hear us on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Overcast, Pocket Case, uh Wells. Um Podcoin, Pod Podchaser, Pod Chaser, Pod Tail, uh, iHeartRadio, Spotify, you name it, we did. And I got to Google us and, and see what other platforms we're available on. Because we get added to platforms that I don't even know about. I think it's up to 17 platforms. Hey, so. They want us. They got us. That's how I feel about it.
1: So. Hey, man. All we got to do is, uh, you know, you, you have your day off. And then you have your night lost. And it all works out, man.
0: Yeah, not gonna happen there, champ. The day off or the night lost? Because right now it's looking like the night, the night, the night lost. Okay. And I, I'm only off for the pregame show. I'll be back tomorrow night for the postgame. So, and this is Dallas week here in DC. Things looking kind of bleak. We got six players is ruled out or doubtful. So it's looking kind of bleak. But, uh, It's still Dallas weekend. Let's act like it. Yeah, don't don't let them come in there and do that to y'all, man. Don't let it happen.
1: I'd escape. Protection. That's what you need. You need some protection. So, So. all right, my friend. Another good one in the books. Picks done. Next week we come back. You get to see our shiny naked faces, and then we go from (laughs) there. That's probably as much naked as we can get.
0: Yeah, pretty much. J- j- just this time, we got to test it out first. <laughs> all right. So, all right, man. So, with with that being said, we are the WrestleManiacs presented by the Sideline Junkies. We are awesome, and we are out of here. Jeez. has been another sideline junkies production sponsored by anchor fm for any questions comments or even if you have a show id you can always email the fellas sideline junkies 24 7 at gmail.com junkies out